This message is a product of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. We thank you for engaging this conversation. Messages like this one are great resources to help us grow, but they cannot replace being a part of a local church. If you're not actively a part of a church, we encourage you to find one near you that fits you, visit it, and get involved. And we hope this message gives life to you today. Enjoy. We all have a common and crafty enemy. I think that sometimes we let that fact slip out of our mind and our perspective. But we see it echoed in the words of Peter in 1 Peter 5. I'm going to camp out in this passage as we start this message today. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Your enemy. You have an enemy. And I think like France, most of us, well, we're not shocked at that. You understand that there are forces at work in this world and some of them are not very good. And, and even the things that we see that we can tell are happening, sometimes even if we look in our own heart, there are things that we're like, man, where did that come from? But the problem is, is that a lot of times when we think about the enemy, we think through our own perspective. That if the attack's going to come, it's going to come directly. And here's the thing. This is just an observation from this verse. Do you notice who the enemy is compared to? It's compared to a lion. And lion... A lion is a crafty hunter. A crafty hunter will use deception to lure its, its victims to within range. And then it will pounce on them with strength that they were not prepared for. See, we all have a common enemy, but that enemy is crafty. But there's a truth about the enemy that I think is often overlooked when we get into those moments, and that's this, that your enemy is not stronger than you. Your enemy is not stronger than you. But when you're caught off guard, boy, it sure feels that way, doesn't it? When you weren't expecting that, or weren't looking in that direction for it to come from. And then all of a sudden, there it is. It certainly feels like the enemy is stronger than you. See, the problem with the enemy is that the enemy doesn't play the game through the metric that we play our life. It's not honest and straightforward. But... While the enemy doesn't play by the rules, he also didn't create the game. The author of life is still Jesus, and God is still sovereign over this world. God created, he still sustains it. And while there is an enemy here who wants to devour you just like a roaring lion, who is crafty and common to all of us, there is within that something that God is 
doing. Look at this as Peter continues. So resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that a family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings that you are. Can we just look at this for a moment? Resist him. The implied understanding is that you can. You can resist him. You can stand up against him. You don't have to give in to him. You can resist. And how do you go about doing that? By standing in faith. You don't stand in your own capacity. You don't stand in your own strength. You don't stand in your achievements. You don't stand in your wealth. You don't stand in any of that. You stand in faith. In faith. Resist him by standing in faith. And how can we do that? Peter says that we can do that because we know that we're in a world where this enemy isn't just my enemy. He's a common enemy of every person who has made a dedicated decision to follow Jesus for the rest of their lives. And this enemy is at war, raging against the progress that is made in their hearts and in the kingdom of God worldwide. I've mentioned this just a few weeks ago. It doesn't make the news because this kind of stuff doesn't make the news. But a bus of Christians in Egypt on their way to pray in a monastery was stopped by ISIS forces. And two busloads of our brothers and sisters in Christ were taken off the bus one by one and given a chance to denounce Jesus. And one by one, they refused to do it. And they were shot or beheaded on sight. And later this day, you'll doubt that God loves you because the air conditioning doesn't work. Because the internet broke. Because the fast food didn't come fast enough. Standing in faith. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been a production of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. For more information on our church, we encourage you to visit us online at vortexchurch.com.